Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Chapter 2 After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said, take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet, Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realised that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel, for those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea, in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophets, that he would be called a Nazarene. It seems strange to me that Herod, the appointed king of the Jews, had so much vested interest in finding out who this newborn king of the Jews was, but he couldn't even be bothered to head down to Bethlehem to check him out for himself. And it also seems strange that God allowed the Magi, these very wealthy, very foreign, probable astrologers, to be some of the first to be overjoyed and overawed by this new baby king. But I guess that is the way with God. The most unlikely people get to play jubilant parts in his redemption narrative if they will just seek after him.
and those who seem best qualified end up bitterly angry and tragically rejected because of their complacency. Matthew shows right at the start of this gospel that Jesus runs a dividing line through every community in history. But the dividing line is not between the good and the bad, or the qualified or the unqualified, or between this race and that race. The dividing line in the kingdom is between those who are inclined towards the worship of Jesus and those who are inclined towards rejecting Jesus. And here is a major challenge in this. Remaining as you are, sending others to inquire into Jesus for you, seems to fall on the rejecting side. You are either for Jesus or you are against him. There is no fence to sit on. The good news for you is that if you're listening to this podcast, then you're almost certainly on the inclined towards worship side of the fence. So will you stay there? The Magi's journey was not short. The Magi's journey was not simple. They followed a star, often hidden by clouds, which led them into dead ends and to the feet of false claimants. But the Magi kept on seeking and they ended up rejoicing with exceeding joy. Our pursuit of the presence today is similarly grubby and at times downright baffling, but ineffable awe and joyous joy lie at its end. Will you hold the course and make pursuit your priority? Or will you, like Herod, find other seemingly important things to do? Here's a question for reflection. Whether or not to worship Jesus draws a dividing line right across human societies. Where are you in relation to that line? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.